This is Nightline, May 10, 2006. Tarzan swings back onto the scene with a modern-day makeover. The 94-year-old man among apes has evolved again. Yes, Tarzan is back, carrying a mega production on his bare shoulders. He is a uniquely American myth, a jungle-dwelling, loincloth-wearing hero beloved by Americans for generations. We don't know exactly why. Maybe it's the loincloth. Maybe it's that trademark yell. Dateline Jessum is next on the Gridley Wave Network. On tape delay from the Barsoomian Blade Bureau in Chicago, Illinois. Dateline Jessum. For fans of Edgar Rice Burroughs and Pulp Adventure. I'm your host, Elmo, and welcome to show number nine. We're going to be taking you to Broadway to talk about Disney's New York Adventure. Yeah, I know I'm not the first to come up with that line. This podcast is proudly listed at podcastpickle.com. Headline writers were having a blast with the premiere of Disney's Tarzan on Broadway, it seems, coming up with such gems as Bungle in the Jungle and the variation Fumble in the Jungle. But the reviews were not entirely bad, and and some of them found some quite good things to say about this production. And I just wanted to pick out a few excerpts and, and read them for you. Dateline London. The opening minutes of Tarzan are among the most exciting and inventive I have ever witnessed in the theater. That's from Charles Spencer in London's Daily Telegraph newspaper. He said there's fine uh, special effects, most notably a trippy hallucinogenic sequence involving huge jungle plants with human actors nestling amid their petals. But he says the show almost invariably looks much better than it sounds. Sorry, Phil. Dateline New York. The New York Times' Ben Brantley writes, The tree-surfing title character is not the only creature sailing through the air in Tarzan. The giant, writhing, green blob with music that opened Wednesday night at the Richard Rogers Theater. Ouch. Apes, flowers, moths, a snake, a leopard, a hut-sized spider, two shipwrecked Victorians, an English botanist in her underwear... No sooner do such figures make their entrance in this restless adaptation of the 1999 Disney animated film than they find themselves pulled into some kind of airborne aerobics. Well, you don't get to be a theater critic for the New York Times by writing strictly positive reviews. Brantley goes on to say, No moment seems to carry more dramatic weight than any other. 
all instances of swinging, and they are countless, have been created equal. And Phil Collins' soda pop songs, expanded from those he wrote for the film, surface and evaporate more or less at random, like bubbles on a pond. The whole experience starts to feel like a super deluxe daycare center, equipped with lots of bungee cords and karaoke synthesizers, where kids can swing when they get tired of singing, and vice versa. One thing Brantley says does strike a chord of truth with me anyway. He says, The Disney film on which this Tarzan is based remains a charmer, notable for its vivid, dimensional perspective and the chameleon virtuosity of its hero, given voice by Tony Goldwyn, who never met an animal he couldn't imitate. As several members of the movie's creative team observed in commentary that comes with the DVD version, it required animation to create the physically protean Tarzan of Burroughs' imagination. A live actor, it was suggested, could never begin to capture the ape-man's animal artistry. Which goes to prove, employees of Disney, that you should be very careful what you say when a camera is running. Dateline Atlanta. Wendell Brock of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution writes, In an opening scene that will be talked about for years to come, designer-director Bob Crowley summons thunder and lightning to create a tempest of raging ocean and shipwrecked bodies falling through space. In a heartbeat, the blue of the ocean turns into the tangled green of the forest, and a lost boy's journey to become Lord of the Apes blazes off at whiplash speed. He advises readers to insert Tarzan yell here, so I will. Brock concludes, The adventures of Tarzan may be musically disappointing, but as the disnification of Broadway continues, theater gets a whole new toolbox. Prospero's magic meets the Midas touch, and Tarzan gets the last yell. This is Gok the Hairy One, King of Sari, in the Empire of Pellucidar, and you are listening to Dateline Jasum. Disney on Broadway presents Tarzan, the new musical. Seven-time Grammy winner Phil Collins makes his Broadway songwriting debut, collaborating with the producers of Beauty and the Beast and The Lion King to tell the story of a man who finds family in the most unexpected of places. Disney presents Tarzan, the new Broadway musical at the Richard Rogers Theater. The Jeddak of the North, Bill Hillman, and his wife Suan were at the Richard Rogers Theater on opening night. Bill, the New York Times called Tarzan a writhing green blob with music. What, what do you think about that? <laughs> oh, you, you, can, you can put any kind of spin on anything, you know. I guess that's what they've done. Uh, the, those Broadway critics or something else yeah I, know. Uh, I, I found the show really entertaining uh-huh. uh, you know Phil Collins music is always very accessible and it's not the typical 
Broadway rant that goes on. You know, it, it's a little more popish, mm -hmm. I guess, than what they're used to. Right. But uh, certainly it, it, it uh, propelled the story nicely, and uh, I thought quite entertaining. I've never been to, a, uh, to an actual Broadway show. I've been to a lot of live theater and, and movie premieres and stuff. But this, this is quite different. Uh, uh, the excitement of Times Square, and just, you know, it's flooded with tourists and, uh, and a, lot, a lot of color, a lot of things happening. Opening night was invitation only, and uh, it was... Uh, just uh, writhing with 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 critics and and uh, and uh, and movie and show business people and uh, the party itself was just an incredible thing. It was at the Marriott where we were staying, okay. and the, and there's a huge ballroom there, and of course they had they had uh, pumping dance music uh, all night and uh, and bars everywhere and uh, and uh, hot and cold food and okay. and. Uh, the uh, the Tarzana uh, table was close to to the the middle and the center of everything. Right. So, so now now Danton Burroughs was there and everybody else from Tarzana, I guess. Yeah, Danton Burroughs and uh, and uh, Mrs. Burroughs and uh, and daughter daughter Deja, the board the directors of of the uh, ERB Inc. board. Right. And uh, Bill Morris came over. He he lives in in your area. Or in in the New York area. Okay. Uh, well, now wait a minute. I'm Chicago. I'm not. New York. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking I was dazzled by big city there. <laughs> <laughs> you you were somewhat probably a little bit familiar with what you were going to see once you got there because you had. Been I I had a darn good idea because I I've been uh, scrounging around getting information from the previews because it's been in previews for many weeks. Sure. Uh, they didn't open off Broadway. They opened right in, in the Richard Rogers Theater, mm -hmm. because uh, it's 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 close to a twenty million dollar production to stage, yeah. and to open this uh, somewhere else and then move it in just didn't make any sense for them, mm -hmm. because the stage is is sort of an inflatable thing at the back, and uh, it has uh, fronds, jungle fronds hanging all around it, and and the uh, the uh, swinging. Mangani, or in this case, gorillas, or yeah. or or people in in abbreviated <laughs> costumes, right. uh, are swinging on bungee cords and ropes, and they, they they appear out of nowhere, out of out of the set, yeah. uh, and then they 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 swing back into these little pockets. Mm -hmm. uh, so there's action like that happening all the time. And uh, some of the action swings out over top of the audience as well. That must be fact, really, really thrilling, I imagine, for the audience. It is. It, 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 I, I, I found it uh, really quite, quite thrilling. And, uh, uh, well, the, the typical uh, critic, I guess, can, can find all sorts of, of uh, things to, to blast. And a lot of them did, and a lot of them didn't either. A lot of them really, really got into it, as I did. Even even the the harshest critics seem to have been blown away by the opening sequence. Uh, describe that a little bit in, in your. Well, it, it uh, the opening uh, sequence uh, shows the ship uh, uh, sinking in a storm, and uh, Lord and Lady Greystoke are are washed up on on the beach, but with a real difference. Uh, the beach is vertical. And they're walking on the beach, but they're actually suspended in a horizontal way, walking on this this vertical beach. Oh wow! And they walk they walk down, 
to uh, to the normal stage floor. Wow. And, uh, of course, the sound effects and the lighting are, are, are really amazing uh, before and after that, that sequence. And Tarzan's uh, eventual uh, entrance, uh, the, the adult Tarzan, uh, is quite spectacular because he, uh, he appears from, from the top rear of the theater and he, he comes swinging down uh, on, a, on a wire he, right down to the stage. Okay. Which is a whole lot of neat razzmatazz as well. Yeah, that sounds like it. Is it? Uh, is this a show that Tarzan fans would are are going to enjoy or or appreciate? Uh, just like I certainly enjoyed the Disney movie version of Tarzan for for certain elements. Is is this something that that a Burroughs fan would go to and and find parts to really like? Burles, many of the Burroughs fans have a particular mindset, yeah. and uh, you know a lot of them really didn't like the animated version. And uh, those people probably won't like this. This is sort of a, a stage version of of that animated show, mm-hmm. with much of the same music and uh, this basically the same storyline. But if if you go in and just you know broaden your horizons a little bit and. Uh, uh, because Tarzan keeps reinventing himself, yeah. or someone does, uh, for the last hundred years. Uh, you know, the movies, the, 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 the pulp magazines and the comics and, and the radio show and the TV shows, they're all different. Right. They, it's a different Tarzan. Well, this, this is a Tarzan adapted to the stage. It was done before on Broadway in 1921. And they had they had live lions on stage and oh, wow. all sorts of neat stuff. Yeah, I do remember reading that on your website. I'm sure about uh, about that. Yeah, it was a little known fact. Uh, Disney weren't aware of it uh, until until I, I I sent them some of the uh, information, some of the ads and reviews on on the show, yeah. which gave another dimension, I guess, to to their uh, promotion of this thing because it. And before that, of course, Elmo Lincoln appeared. Uh, you know, the the movie premieres were gigantic things. They were big gala productions. Well, you uh, know that Elmo Lincoln pretty much put Tarzan in the public consciousness. Yeah, yeah. He he was he was the Tarzan, I guess, until uh, Weissmuller came along. Yeah. Uh, one good thing, just looking at your website and some of the pictures around Times Square and, and all that, one thing this certainly has done is put Tarzan in, in certainly in the consciousness of New Yorkers. Yeah, well, and I, and I don't see how a Burroughs fan can can complain about that. Uh, you know, that, that is great. Uh, uh, on the sides of buses and on skyscrapers and, and, uh, and uh, you know, Times Square is noted for their uh, their big wallpaper screens, uh, mm-hmm. and they're they're really spectacular now. High resolution uh, video things appearing on, in Times Square. Well, they have footage from the play, uh, from the actual stage play up on on Times Square for people to watch. Oh wow! Yeah, it, it was a, a heck of a lot of fun, and uh, I I would really recommend it to to any any Burroughs fan or Tarzan fan, because it it takes uh, Tarzan, I guess, to to a different dimension, and a whole new audience uh, and a whole new type of type of audience. Wait a minute, Porky's from Looney Tunes, not Disney.
Anyway, the opening today included clips from the May 10 Nightline, and we also played Disney's promo for the Broadway show, but Disney didn't pay us for that little plug. If Mickey does drop a check in the mail, I'll cash it. And I also played my favorite little beat from the Podsafe Music Network, Forgotten Drums. I'll talk to you in two weeks. This is Elmo from the Barsoomian Blade Bureau in Chicago, signing off. (laughs) 